Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, Holy, the boys <laughs> are back on the internet. I'm sorry. The men are on the internet. Sabalos is actually at the northern border supporting the truckers. I'm just kidding. I don't what know. Cr- what doing over at the northern border? <laughs> Trying to get his bank account stopped. <laughs> uh, and he'll be swiftly dealt with. Dealt with. Man. Uh, no, Sabalos is at the southern border. Uh, Sabalos <laughs> getting his tan on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Sabalos is down there. Sam is at the northern border. Uh, for... <laughs> <laughs> he, he honking at bystanders right now as we speak. For some reason, he rented a semi just so that he could be part of the convoy. So yeah, he was talking about something about caravan or something. Hey man, do, do you king? <laughs> Vanilla Frost King, you know, do you? Uh so that's where Sam is. Uh and I'm also kidding because I know people are going, you know what I mean? Kidding. Yeah. Sam's also at the support. Uh so yeah. <laughs> And so it's it's just us holding down the fort. So let's uh, jump into the conversation with our guy, Sunil, here. So the topic at hand today is, uh, realistically, do nice guys, or is it good guys? Is it good guys? Do good guys finish last? Now, it's important that we say good versus nice, right? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. good and nice are not always the same thing. Right. Mm, but that does make me think. Are there good guys that are not nice? Absolutely. Well, well, I guess mm. the difference is what what do we what is defined as good? Are we talking about intentions? Are we talking mm. about all the time? Are we talking about in moments? Like what makes a good guy a good guy? I think for me, the definition of a good guy is a good guy that like is driven by a moral compass, has like a moral uh I guess, outline for how they make decisions and choices. Mm-hmm. And then based on those morals, they're going to make their moves. So I guess we're talking specifically in the realm of dating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously there's more to life than just, you know, there's more to life as far as winning than just like, you know, your, your female or your, you know, significant other. But we're talking about dating because look, that's what we do here on the Men on the Internet podcast. Sure, every once in a while. We, we mix up within uh, politics, technology, taxes, and... Uh, <laughs> and movies. And movies. Well, that's a big, that's a big one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what, so do you, yes. what, what do you consider a good guy, Kelby? 
All right. In the sense of dating, I think a see dating is a compl- it's a complicated thing because everyone becomes the bad guy at some point in time in dating or in a relationship. That's right. my personal philosophy. It's impossible to always be the good person. And so if you really think about it, dating is this like um, act of selflessness because you you always have to consider somebody else. Right. Uh, so the truth would be on average, do you all, do you think about the other person first on average? Can I tell you why this question sparked in my brain? Mm, no. Nah, you don't want to know? (laughs) (laughs) By the way, you an asshole. You are not a good guy. But anyways, uh, nah, the reason why, so obviously I'm out here in these streets, Mm. dating, right? Mm, mm. And I've run into quite a few females that I've dated that are just not over their ex and have come from just like horrible situations from um, past relationships that have caused trauma that they're just not like ready to to get over or you know willing to you know just they're trying to date to like find something but uh they're still everything is related or everything is compared to this relationship with somebody who didn't treat them the way didn't value them the way that they should have you know, so on and so forth. So me as somebody who is pretty upfront and honest when I'm dating, pretty to the point and, you know, kind of just looking for, or at least open open about where my head head is. And if you're dating me, you're not going to be questioning where I stand per se, which is my moral compass. Like I'm not trying to play games or whatever. I feel like stuff for me doesn't, uh, I feel like from a, a guy like me is dealing with a lot of the repercussions of what bad guys have done, or at least, I don't know if I could say they're bad, but let's just say for this conversation, the opposite of good is bad. So these bad guys that are coming in and just kind of ruin these women, but these are the type of girls that these guys are going, or these are the type of guys that these girls are going after. So I'm just like, what is the value of being a good guy? when it seems like the bad guys are running through these girls. Oh, holy. Okay. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes, but I don't know if I'm always there. So here's what okay. I mean by that. So first of all, have you ever been a bad guy? Hell yeah. Okay, well, you just ruined things for the next guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but well, okay. I asked that question, and now I'm going to jump into this next question. I don't know how well they're going to tie in, but I don't necessarily think it's the quote unquote bad guys' fault for ruining the women. The in the dating in the dating pool. So me, what is it? I don't. What if I just don't think that they're ruined? I don't think they're ruined. I think I think when you decide that you want to jump into the dating pool, you should do some self-reflection before you date and say, am I healed or am I taking my trauma and spreading it around? And so hurt people hurt people. 
So mm-hmm. that woman that you're referring to or these women that you're referring to may end up being the bad guy or the bad person because now they are tainting your experience because they're not fully healed from their previous experience. So does that make you a, a bad person because you're not because you even though your intentions aren't to hurt somebody you like there's still such thing as involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, so for, right? Right. So, so in case, is I would it, say mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. That, that was what my point was. No. Uh, okay. So I would I would say that uh, it's not uh, your intention is pure, but you're still operating in ignorance. Got you. So ignorance doesn't give you no bail. I don't think so. I think women of a men and women of a certain age got to do a three-point check before you jump into a situation that involves other people. Before you leave the house, you do phone, wallet, keys. Right. How come before you date, you start dating, you don't do that? That's true. And I agree. I think that you, a lot of people think they're ready to date before they're actually ready to date. And mm-hmm. dating actually um, exposes them to their reality but i also think you know um i also think when you're dating as well you got to be aware that not everybody is is ready to date either so you might be running into people and you got to kind of see the flags or be aware of it and for me personally because i've been that person that has been broken and dating to try to like fill a void which mm-hmm. is a terrible, terrible place to date from because all you're going to do is hurt the other person. Mm-hmm. Like they're either going to catch feelings for you and you're going to do them dirty or you're just not in the headspace to be able to even treat somebody in a, in a good way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, I, you know, as a, a person that may, that I feel like I've, you know, come a long way as far as my healing and healing my trauma Now, if I see somebody on the other side who is broken or I could see what stage maybe they are in in grief as far as where they're coming off of getting over something, like I feel kind of like it's my duty as a fellow single person on these streets that, you know, you got to help them through that. Give them space to have that, give them space and give them that grace to fall forward if if that makes any sense like be open to kind of maybe just shining the mirror in front of them versus just cutting them off altogether or putting them in that category of man you a terrible person you know what I mean well I wouldn't I I wouldn't call somebody who's healing a terrible person or even if they were trying to bring me into something while they're healing but well, but that's the thing, Kelby, you never like only if you are aware or only if you are open to understanding that that person is going through something versus just taking their actions as who they are, because the person that that lashes out or the person that that's that asshole or that person that has that guard up and makes it difficult to try to like communicate and all those types of things. 
that asshole can also be somebody that's going through trauma. You don't know unless you, if you slow down and listen to what's actually going on or find out where it's really coming from. But a lot of people are just ready to shut it, shut it down and be like, yo, this person is a dick. This person is not, is just like not my cup of tea or whatever the case may be. So you put them in that asshole category where if you took an extra five seconds of not being emotional, you find out, oh, snap, like this is a defense mechanism because this person just came out of something where I, they felt like what I'm doing is the same thing, right? So the asshole or the, or, or the person going through trauma is only about how much you, how much you take, how, how much time you take to get to know that person. Man, what it sounds like you just said is how much abuse can you take? nah never that you should never devalue yourself but i think if you're in a place where you're you know what you're looking for or you're you're just kind of like open to experience like your eyes are open and there's not just like you don't feel like your your time is can be wasted because you're more focused on the experience i think that you could uh you could see somebody that may be just misguided because their emotions are just not whole. You know what I mean? Or the the emotions that they're running on are ones of hurt and pain versus something that's more positive that you can actually, you know, build off of. You know, a few years ago, um, I, I just started talking to this, young lady and she said to me maybe like two weeks in she was like hey I am not like fully healed from my last relationship and I I don't think I should be in this thing with you because I'm um because I don't really even like myself hmm what do you How'd think? You well, you know, I th- I personally think I responded selfishly because I didn't really listen to that and say, <laughs> well, I didn't I didn't listen to that and say, let me honor your request by me taking a step backwards. Mm-hmm. I heard that and I said, I'm a superhero. I can fix everything. Yeah, uh, we should. Ch- you said challenge accepted. Right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and I said I could. I could fix that. You know, no big deal. I'm just treat you right and right. And then later on, it came back up. You know, and that's probably one of the reasons why I ended because a lot of the time I spent just being like, man, this girl hates herself. You know, she hates mm. herself, and I couldn't deal with it because maybe I wasn't uh, uh, licensed and certified to handle that kind of situation. So I would go home all the time saying, "What's wrong with that girl? You know, what's right. wrong with you? You know, you should say nicer things about yourself." That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so in that search, mm-hmm. but that's not, I guess, a healthy way of building something. Right, because that's more codependency versus actual, like 
building together, right? Adding value to each other in a positive way. Like that's kind of where more the power dynamic is a little bit off in, in a situation like that, I believe. Like for example, if you're going in and your number one thing that gets you excited about the relationship is being able to save somebody, that that isn't uh i i believe that's not a healthy uh i guess a, a healthy type of motivation to keep a relationship going because at the end of the day you you need that person to be broken for you to feel valued in that relationship mm-hmm. so in all actuality whenever they do get healthy then what like your whole purpose in that relationship now is no longer there right so you you feel validated because you're like oh i i fixed this and you would just have to seek out another problem (laughs) (laughs) so you're constantly breaking the thing that you 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 built you know what i mean so Mm -hmm. i just don't think that i mean that that to me i think can lead to a lot of negativity obviously you know that relationship in your your situation didn't last either but I have a question for you. Do you feel like, where does the burden lie when it comes to dating healthy? So my, my, I guess my question is, does somebody need to do all of the work on their own before they get into the dating scene? Or is there value in dating, even though you're not fully healed, to learn those lessons and, and figure out what you need to fix personally? What lesson do you need to learn for me? For me? Like, for me, I think that, all right, I could just go to my my personal experience. So I came out of a really, really traumatic breakup for me. It was traumatic. Um, and my whole thing was I was just, I had, I was so low as far as the way that I valued myself because based off of, you know, the, the other person in that situation, it just seemed like they didn't, I was like nothing, you know, from a hundred percent to zero to like moved on, was with somebody else, all that kind of stuff. So because of the type of emotion and feeling I have for that person, um, I was just like broken and, you know, I was just hurt all the time, man. And there was just like this, 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 like, fog around me always that I felt like I couldn't just like shake and I started getting on these dating apps and I started just meeting people trying to fill voids but I wanted I wanted that attention that I felt like I wasn't getting I wanted to feel like yo I was still a good looking dude like I was still valuable like I was still wanted and all this kind of stuff but I also was like ready to snap if at any moment that made me feel like it was something about my ex, like something that my ex would like devalue me with. If I even, if they even like said two letters of that word, like I was like, nah, not me, homie. You ain't got, you ain't doing me like that. Right. And so mm-hmm. I was, I like, there was no shot for any of these girls, regardless of how good they were, regardless of what their intentions were. There was no way it was going to work out with me because I was just not in the right mental space and I was not uh, a healthy individual. Like if you latched on to me, all I was gonna do was make your life miserable in one way or another. <laughs> so um, so there was a, I'm sure in that period of time, Kelby, like the girls that met me, 
they're gonna look they're gonna tell you yo Sunil's the worst like you gotta run the opposite way like don't even mm. deal with that type of dude and I don't blame them because I, I, because I absolutely treated you know some of these girls like terribly but I also learned a lot from those situations and I think that through those it it, it opened my eyes to like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, this isn't even you, right? And I, it made me start putting things in perspective. And I had to, like, start, stop a lot of times. Like, I would start, dating, I would start deleting all these apps, start just focusing on things that helped me build, you know, better, focus on my mind, making it the right way, all this kind of stuff. And I'd be like, oh, I'm ready. And I'd go back on these dating sites, start meeting these girls, all this kind of stuff, be like, oh, I guess I'm not ready. And then get back off these dating sites. So it was, like, kind of like a start, stop process. To where I finally feel like I got to a point where, you know, I understand where my headset, where my mindset is. And it helps me like see it in other people as well, because I feel like I've been there, you know? So I don't know. I, I thought there was some value there, but is it worth me maybe hurting some other people in the process is the question. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm listening to your story, it just sounds like, am I learning from punching people in the face? <laughs> <laughs> I think I am. You're right. I'm but then, but then who's, who's, then it comes to the question, who's in charge of whether or not you get hurt? Like, isn't that your own, um, your own, I guess, like responsibility? Sure, but here's the thing. People do get hurt, but intention matters. Uh -huh. Intention matters. So if you know this is Green Goblin Sunil running through the six with his walls, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you know that and you're just like, I'm not in the position to treat anybody the way that they deserve to be treated or, or such or whatever, um, then you didn't have the best intentions going in. A lot nice. of times people get hurt, yes. And the reason why certain people could sleep at night over it is because they say, hey man, I did my best. I had good intentions. Things just went left and hey, right? But if you're if you knew that you're going out there and you're acting this way and I'm not gonna stop, I have to heal some some way, you know what I mean? Then it's mm -hmm. like, uh, yeah, probably you hurting people was a part of your intention, even though it may not have been at the top of your the list, but maybe it was on the list somewhere. So it wasn't my intention at, at all. I, the way that I like sidestepped it in my head, at least, like uh, made it make sense, was I was very upfront with the girls. I was telling them what I was looking for. I was telling them where I'm at. I was like, I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm just looking for, you know, fun experiences. And that's that. Like, I was very clear. And, you know, if they're like, oh, are you looking for something long term? I'm like, nah, I'm just like, I'm just looking to just meet people and, you know, enjoy the moments and stuff like that. So I was like, well, I'm not lying to anybody. So uh, if, but then also I know that, you know, there's qualities that I have that make girls interested in me because the way I treat people and, you know, just I'm a good time, my dude. So like, 
Uh, you were doing relationship stuff, relationship type stuff while not looking for a relationship. I mean, dating wise, I guess, is that stuff considered relationships type stuff? I'm just like, just the conversations yeah. that I have, like, you know, like the, you know, the gift to get all that kind of stuff. Like, they're like, oh, you know, I see like, we could really be good together. We have this connection and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, yo, I'm not connecting to anything. So like, I've already told you this kind of thing. Right, and, but then so, it's like so let's meet each other's parents. Let's uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, never all that. Nah. together and let, but yo, I don't know where lot, <laughs> These was a lot of one-time things, my dude, and like mm-hmm. I think it maybe went further than they may have expect wanted it to go because in their mind they were thinking, oh man, I really like this guy, so this is why I'm doing this, 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 and this. But in my head, I'm just like, yo. Like, I'm just, I, like, I wasn't getting attached. Like, I wasn't open. I wasn't in a space where my emotions would allow me to connect to anybody kind of thing because I was mm-hmm. so afraid of that connection because of the last connection that I had. So, um, that misconnection. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. And, and then, but that's why, like, for me right now, I don't, like, going back to the original question, does the, does the good, like, is there is there value in being the good guy i guess i mean i guess it's what your end game is you know what i mean like does the good guy get the girl eventually i i would hope so you know when you find that right person but i think in the dating scene like you're gonna have to just deal with a lot of different situations where sometimes it makes you it makes you jaded to where like you're like well why am i even like worried about this when this guy could have just fuck this girl if I could have fucked this girl if I just didn't care about her mental state or her emotions or like how it would traumatize her and all this kind of thing you know what I mean like that's the that's the mindset but I think if you're looking at it like yo I'm not out here just to fuck up these streets I'm out here really to find somebody that's valuable well I think in that process means that you're gonna go through some bad bad dates or people that aren't ready and all that kind of stuff and that shouldn't affect who you want to be as a person. Right. I mean, that's the name of the game. You know, when you're prospecting, you never know what the answer is going to be on the opposite end. Uh, it's a, it's a difficult, it's a difficult thing because uh, dating sh- should be 40% emotion. Mm, why you come up with that number? Because it can't ever be 60% emotion more emotion than your logical brain allows. And the reason why I say that is because when you're dating somebody, you can easily find every emotion for the wrong person. Mm, explain that. So uh, there was a period of time where I was head over heels for a person that couldn't care less about me at all. They gave me attention only when they felt like it. Um, no, I, I, I bought this girl a birthday present and she uh, didn't open it and left it in my passenger seat for months. Uh, <laughs> wow. uh, uh, you didn't know or you knew or what? I knew what? That, 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 that she never accepted the gift? It, I mean, it was in my car. Like... Oh, <laughs> and you still were like, oh, my God, this is the one. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, 
I don't know if I ever thought the one, but I was just like, I just liked her a lot. You know, every moment that we had was a really good moment. But then all the in-between moments were really bad moments. You know, so uh, I knew that if I had gotten a heart attack and I, and I died out of nowhere, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so I knew if I got a heart attack and I died out of nowhere, she would be like, oh. Wow. So, so what was your what was your draw to her though? The moments that we had together. So if you think about like you were out there having these great conversations and good moments with these women, uh-huh. let's say you did that 15 times. But in between, your brain is like, oh yeah, she's cool. Anyways, I'm going out with this other girl. I'm going out with my friends. I have my kids. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like life is good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then let's say like, let's say the girl that you've had all these great moments with is texting you, calling you, trying to, you know, see how you're doing. And you're just like, um, left on red for like a month. And then we randomly meet up again. And it wasn't yeah. planned. Like, you know, you randomly meet up again and it's like, oh man, this is such a vibe. It's a good feeling, you know? And then boom, the in-betweens come again. Like the moment that night is over, everything else is like, hello, you know, are you there? You, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but where do you put, so or some, you like that. Several things, several things happened that were really sad. You know, I, I probably shouldn't say, but uh, yeah, so, so looking back. Let's just say you went through some bullshit, right? At what point was enough enough? Like, or, and why did it take so long to get to that point? Like, what was your mindset that kept feeling like, okay, how many strikes do I give this person? You know what I mean? I think it, I think it's those in-person moments that, so there, I remember there was a, a good period of time where I was like, okay, I'm a, I'm a purposefully separate myself from this lady because I can't keep doing this like up and down of like, when I see you, it's all good. But when I don't, it's not. I, I think we spent like two and a half months didn't talk nothing and mm-hmm. I finally felt like okay this is cool that's it and then I saw her in the street mm, I saw her the streets oh, man. man it's always them streets yeah I saw her in the street and I parked because I was like arriving to my destination and she was just like walking and okay. she saw me and was like hey stranger you know where you been at you ain't been text me and i was like because you don't respond <laughs> <laughs> you still have me on red <laughs> yeah, i have a message from uh, november you still you know still ain't, didn't even open it yet uh, so she's like oh my bad you know whatever whatever and then that exact moment she was like come on come with me we went to starbucks sat there I had a great conversation mm. <laughs> and then I was like oh, I love oh, you <laughs> yo but here's my question should strikes be able to be erased I mean yeah sense? because in the name yeah in the in the in the name of dating depending on the strike okay of course 
Um, but but no, that's what I'm saying. There should be no value to it. A strike is a strike. If you give in a strike for something, doesn't matter if it's the, the, the level of the strike. And, and that's, this is my point because I think a lot of people end up getting into toxic situations or, or get like feeling more pain than they necessarily need to because they're willing to erase a strike, right? Somebody does something bad that you look at as a red flag. This is a strike. This is definitely not the way I should be treated. This isn't the way that somebody should be valuing me. And they're, that, that's a, okay, that's a very healthy thought. I'm protecting myself. But then this person goes out and does something nice. You guys have another moment. They buy you flowers. They take you out on a nice day. They do something mm -hmm. really sweet, all this kind of stuff. Now you erase that strike. All you did was give them another chance to be an asshole before you walk away from the situation because right. they're able to erase strikes. So something where maybe you would have got out, gotten out of it after three strikes, you taking 12 strikes from this dude because he's, he's, or he or she um, yeah. is like doing something bad, doing something nice, doing something nice, doing another thing bad. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like you end up staying in something much longer because you keep erasing these strikes. Um, so that goes back to the point, should strikes be erasable? Well, I think that like you, <laughs> you have to understand that. So it, let's say for my specific example, right? There was so many, there was one that was like really messed up, right? And I think I might've told you about this, but it involves money and going places and all that. Okay. And uh, <laughs> she, was is, using, she, she was using you like a debit card. No, 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 we're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, he was a sponsor? No, 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 no sponsorships. Uh, that's pretty much my, like, I'm never going to sponsor you. Okay, uh, you're not, you're not going to Tinder swindler me. Uh, but, <laughs> but um, it was just like this very bad moment. It was like really sad. And um, and immediately after, like, I was like, I deleted her number, I deleted her block, block on everything. And then I think two weeks later, I saw her again, but again, not on purpose. I was, it wasn't like I hit her up and was like, oh, you know, I just like saw her somewhere. And in LA, like, we don't even live near each other and we just kept running into each other, but I saw her again and she was like, oh, you know, my bad about that. You know, hey, why you block me? You know, I was like, ah, oh, you right. <laughs> you right. Erasing strikes, bro. Right. And so that, like, I should have just stood on what I did. I should have just been like, you know what? I, I blocked you for a reason. I deleted your number for a reason. And now I'm back. Like I'm back into this circle of things. And then, like, we actually planned the thing, went out one night, and it was, like, the best night ever. You know what I mean? It was, like, a, uh, not ever, but, like, between us, it was a really, really right. good night. But then if, in that exact moment of having this really nice night, I was, like, this is a waste of my time. Mm, this is, like, the worst. Like it's never going to go anywhere. Yeah, I was, like, this is the worst really good memory. Mm, 
brutal. Yeah. Uh, and boy, did I have to take that one on the chin. So I think, I think it depends on what level you guys are at when it comes to these strikes. If that's your fiance or your husband, maybe we don't erase strikes, but maybe we learn from strikes. But if y'all are in the early dating stages, a strike means something. A strike yeah, I feel means- like a strike is, I think a strike is a strike no matter where it's at in the relationship. Because oh, I would okay. even say, maybe, I'm, I'm I would sorry. even say. I'm sorry, let me not say it means something because it always means something. But uh, but the but the response to the strike might be different. I would I would even say a strike when you're more in a uh, a situation like a fiance or a long term relationship or even like married. I would say those strikes are even worse because at that point you should already um, know the person. At that point it's more of a choice to strike at that point. Like you're making a mistake. That's kind of a choice in a certain extent. At least you like, you know me, we've already had all of this history. You know what I like, you know what I don't like, you know what hurts me, you know what doesn't hurt me. I've, I've been vulnerable, you've been vulnerable. So if you out here messing up while we're in a relationship, to me, that's worse than if you messed up when we just met each other. Because at that point, you have no responsibility to me. I have no responsibility to you. We just getting to know each other. If there's already responsibility, we've already made commitment. We've already like defined where we're going and our futures are entang- entangled together. And you out here making mistakes. I think that's even worse. <laughs> well, <that laughs> like, what the, are we talking takes, about? <laughs> that takes the humanity outside of relationships. People are still human and they're going to make mistakes. Yeah, but there's also certain mistakes that shouldn't be made, Kelby. Like we sure, can't just not, be over we're here not, giving we're grace to about, everybody. Sure, but we're not talking about specific mistakes. We're talking about strikes in general, especially if you just say well, I think there's a have... difference between a mistake and a strike, right? A strike mm. is a is your one step away from like a strike is this is something that a couple more of these and you out of here. A mistake, I think, is something that's just like, all right, well, you know, let's work through this. this I, like we could communicate our way through this. A strike means that's going on the record board. Oh, a strike a, a mis- is this a mistake is a, could be a strike. A mistake could be a strike, but it's at the level where this we're writing this down, and this is in forever print. This is in permanent marker. Like mm-hmm. you did this. Like there, you only got two more of these, sir. Uh, 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 or you're out of here, type of thing. So mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So I, I'm saying like those, the level of mistake. I, I think you could you can make a mistake. That's not a strike, but you're right. All strikes are mistakes. Maybe if they're done intentionally, then that wasn't a mistake. That was a choice. You know well, what I mean? that's, so, that's harm. So if somebody does uh, commits a strike against you purposefully, then maybe we might, evalu- we might have to evaluate that person's mental place, you know, right. because you're not supposed to be striking your loved one intentionally. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. uh you sounded like you you sounded like a, a a woman abuser right now. You shouldn't be striking you shouldn't be striking your girl intentionally, but if it's by accident, you know what I mean? Like one of them <laughs> <laughs> redefining words <laughs> to make a point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you two about to give us a strike for that statement. 
with that being said, I think we should continue this conversation into next week. Uh, is there anything that you want to let the people know right now before we hop off? Yeah, I mean, it looks like we're picking up some steam. We've been getting a lot of great feedback um, from from our listeners. Just want to say we appreciate you guys. Like all of the comments, Kelby and I were talking about this just the other day. It's mind blowing. Like sometimes we be doing this and not knowing anybody's actually listening. And to get some of the feedback that we've gotten from from you guys listening, it really makes our day and really helps us, you know, move forward in this. What I'd ask is if you genuinely like the content that you're hearing. Um, you know, reach out, comment on the page, let us know. And I also, if you could do us a favor and let your friends know about us, like, like give them the episodes that you like, the content that you like, have those discussions between yourself, get us involved and, you know, and, and make the page more active. We're really trying to do big things with this, with this uh, podcast. And the more we find out that people are vibing with the stuff that we're doing, it makes us, uh, you know, grow. It makes us work even harder at, at coming at, for you guys and putting out good content. So that's all I got to say, Kelby. And also, if you can, uh, the platform that you listen to the show on, whether it's Google, Spotify, Apple podcasts, uh, you know, leave us a five-star review. Um, just let the world know uh, that you're, you're vibing with the men and you're here on the internet with us too. Uh, so with that being said, you guys have a really amazing week and always, well, <laughs> Depending on family planning. 